Okay, let's see these participants and let's let everybody in, admit all. There we go. Hello, hi everyone. <laughs> hi everyone, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for coming. Little technical difficulties there, sorry for the slight <laughs> delay. <laughs> can everyone hear everything good? Everybody can hear thumbs up, yes? Awesome, awesome, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, welcome to Zenful Conversations. Welcome to Zenful Conversations. For information on upcoming future guest speakers and all of our many Zoom offerings, please visit zenfulconversations.com. My name is Zen Jen Brown. I'm your host, and we're here today with actually a friend of mine, Tracy mm -hmm. Dalrymple, which is the founder of CocoCon Essential Oils. Tracy, hi. Thank you so much Hi. for coming and joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jen. This is my first uh, Facebook Live Zoom event. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, um, we, we talk about ways to improve our life often, and, I, and I'm a believer in essential oils. And oh, Ooh. darn, I meant to bring the, the ones that I got from you like that last time, the, um, the new one you have. I, I wanted to mm -hmm. share that. But let me just give a little bit of information about Tracy. Mm -hmm. Living in Japan for 18 years, Tracy was introduced to aromatherapy and essential oils from an Australian friend of hers. Her stories of natural healing not only intrigued her, but sparked something that resonated deeply within her, and she fell in love with essential oils almost immediately. The idea of naturally benefiting her mind and body through the use of something growing naturally out of the earth always felt right to her. So Tracy started slowly incorporating essential oils into her everyday life when routine health challenges started to show up. She tried eucalyptus for colds, tagetes, 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 tagetes. I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't agree with that one. For her feet after ballet class and lavender for stress. And surprise, surprise, <laughs> she was seeing positive results. Tracy spent the next five years studying essential oils and making products for herself. On her journey back home from Japan, she took a rather life-changing detour and stopped off in Bali. Bali. She spent three. She spent time traveling around the island and learning about aromatherapy industry. While she was there, a Loki Bali word, Kokokan, Balinese for white heron, resonated with her deeply. It was a fitting name for her beautiful new venture, and CocoCon was born. Tracy gained certification in aromatherapy and spent four years in spa management, and the rest is history. Tracy wants us to know it's important to note that all of the products that she formulates for CocoCon are made with unrefined organic ingredients and pure essential oils. Uh, I'm not sure. GC slash MS, what does that mean? Yes, GCMS, it's kind of the gold standard in the industry. It's a chemical analysis of the oil that shows the purity and the quality through the chemistry. So, okay, so an important piece. She's, they're yeah. tested to ensure therapeutic quality and purity. No parabens, dyes, sulfates, or Phal phthalates. <laughs> are, ever, are ever used in the products. Just pure, simple nature supporting you and her in our daily oh. lives. Thank you for being here to chat with us about this oh. very important subject because the safety of, of these oils is of huge importance because um, of how much they're being sold 
without being um, regulated more or less, right? Correct. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to say anything to start us off or do you want me to go right into questions or how would you like us to roll out today? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you very much. That was a beautiful introduction. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, today I'd like to talk about essential oils for emotional uh, well-being. So uh, essential oils as a, as a whole have two strong points that all of them kind of carry. One is immune support and one is emotional support. So I was gonna focus um, today on emotional support, um, some essential oils that are supportive for stress and anxiety and some essential oils that are good for depression. And then um, uh, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up with making a roll on for nervous tension, that, uh, that kind of stress and anxiety that gives you a tummy ache and everything's really tight because you're, you're really wound wound tight with stress and anxiety. So um, I'm not sure any of us are familiar with that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? There's somebody that that does and and you can share. (laughs) No, I'm only kidding. I mean, it's such a something, isn't it? How how much stress there is in life for us to deal with. Yeah. Please continue. Sorry about that. Please continue. Oh yeah. No, essential oils are, they're, they're so supportive. Um, you can feel them release the tension in your body when you're breathing them in. So, and there's a lot of oils that can be supportive for stress and anxiety and depression. Um, So I'm just going to talk about a few of them and I'm going to also share some ways that everybody can use them, you know, right away, you know, some simple ways. Cause sometimes I think, um, how to use essential oils can be overwhelming for people. They don't, you know, it's like, oh gosh, I got to learn so much. And uh, they might get a bottle of lavender and then it gets put aside and and they're not being utilized. So I want to give you guys some easy ways to to use them in your daily routine. Um, So first, I think I'll start with essential oils for stress and anxiety. Um, Essential oils can trigger the parasympathetic nervous system which is our rest or digest. We have the, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're either in fight or flight or rest and digest. And when we're in fight or flight, that, you know, that anxiety loop can start happening. Our heart rate picks up, everything tenses. Um, so um, there's some oils that are really good for getting us into the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, but I'm gonna talk about four of my favorite for that maybe five. (laughs) Um, First is Palo Santo. Have you heard of Palo Santo, Jen? I have not. Okay. So Palo Santo comes from Ecuador. That's the only country that produces that oil. And it is amazing. It's each oil kind of has a true calling. um, In my opinion, like they have a really strong point. So Palo Santo, uh, one of its strong points is anxiety. Um, and you can simply uh, put a drop. It kind of it kind of smells like kind of uh, has a licorice smell a little bit to me. You can smell that mm-hmm. undertone in there, but it's very calming, very grounding. Um, and you can just simply put, you know, one one drop on a cotton ball and you take long, deep breaths off of it. So what I tell people when you're dealing with stress and anxiety, you want to use utilize three things. You want to utilize your breath, your diaphragm, and your oils. So you're 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 doing three things to um, get you out of that 
state of stress or anxiety. So you breathe in for four and out for four, counting in your head as you do it. And you breathe from the bottom of your stomach and you hold the cotton ball right to your nose or the bottle of oil. I always prefer a cotton ball because essential oils um, don't like uh, oxygen. So we don't want them to oxidate. We don't want the chemistry of the oil to change because then we lose therapeutic value. And oxidation happens through um, uh, oxygen, leaving your cap off and air getting in there, heat or sunlight. So always keep your cap on tight, keep it in a cool, non-sunny place. So anyways, you, you, you put a drop of, uh, say, Palo Santo on a cotton ball. You take long, deep breaths in for four, out for four, breathing from the bottom of your tummy. And you will feel your body shift. You know, you just keep doing that and keep doing that and you'll feel like a shift. You'll feel a let go. You'll feel your body let go. It's pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool. It happens immediately, actually. Yeah. Some of the effects of essential oils just happen immediately. And it's because of the way it, it interacts with, with, with our system. Yes, absolutely. Another oil that I really like for anxiety in particular is Ylang Ylang. Um, ylang Ylang comes from a flower. Palo Santo, by the way, is steam distilled from, uh, it's a bush. So it comes from the twigs and the bush twigs, basically. Um, ylang Ylang comes from the flower. It's steam distilled as well. Do you think, would everybody like to know what steam distillation is? Do you think? Yes, we got some heads shaking, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so steam distillation is kind of like steaming broccoli. That's like how I like to, the analogy I like to use for it. So you have a big vat, you put all this plant material in for ylang-ylang, it would be the ylang-ylang flowers. Um, you boil water underneath it. The water passes through the flowers. It pops open the tiny sack of essential, uh, essential oils that are in the plant material. And then that steam with the essential oil goes through a cold pipe and the cold pipe separates the essential oil from the water. So essential oils hold tiny sacks, uh, or essential oils, plants hold tiny sacks of essential oil in different parts of their, you know, the leaves, the flowers, the roots, the trunk. I see. Um, so that's how steam distillation works. And that's how most essential oils come into existence. <laughs> There's a few other ways, but that's the main way. Um, so we have ylang ylang. And um, coming from the flowers, it's a very strong uh, floral aroma, but it's very good for stress and anxiety in particular, the, the rapid heart palpitations, it's good for high blood pressure. So it's a good oil for, for really bringing all of that down. Um, I even recommend sometimes putting a drop in your bed sheets. Um, you put it below the pillow uh, we don't want our skin to touch essential oils that haven't been diluted because they're too strong and they can cause skin irritation. So you've got a drop of ylang ylang just below your pillow so you're not laying in it. You're going to breathe it in all night while you're sleeping. And then when you wake up, it's evaporated off the sheet. So you don't have to worry about staining either, which is really, really nice. Um, but ylang ylang is also good for skin care. You could add it to, if you're a DIYer and you want to make your own face cream products, you could, um, or face oil um, to make it more simple. You could add some ylang ylang too into, into that. 
Let me know if any questions pop up along the way or if I'm talking well, too fast. As soon as I ask them for questions, they'll have questions. Oh, so whenever okay. you want to <laughs> okay. take a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the third oil for, for anxiety, <clears throat> excuse me, and stress, but is frankincense. A lot of people are familiar with frankincense. Yeah. Yeah. I love frankincense. I do. I know. It's it's an amazing oil for so many reasons. It's great for skin tags. It's great for stress. It's great for anger. It's a really good oil. It's one I reach for if I'm like feel myself getting angry, which isn't very often, but you know, we have those moments and uh it's one that um can calm and soothe that. It's good for end of life transition. If you have an ailing grandparent or parent, um, it's an oil that can um, be very soothing in that situation. Uh, and then it's also amazing for skincare. Um, so it's great to use and uh, along with ylang ylang and like a face oil or something like that. Um, so uh, the fourth one I wanna talk about is vetiver. I don't know if people can see my, I'm on my phone, unfortunately. So my screen's quite small, yeah, but- You're pinned to the front, so they see? should be able to see you. Okay. Okay. So um, vetiver, um, we get our vetiver from Haiti, from a French distiller down there. And vetiver was actually my first love. So when I fell in love with the oils in Japan, I had a lot of um, anxiety. I would have panic attacks at the Tokyo train station. And vetiver helped me a lot. Um, it is. It comes from the roots of it's like a tall grassy plant it's like lemongrass that's kind of what the plant looks like and the roots are really really deep very long they use them actually for soil soil erosion oh what happened yeah i got it okay okay i'm still here <laughs> um <laughs> so <laughs> they they use um the plant to, for soil erosion. So, but anyways, the essential oil comes from the roots of the plant. They're steam distilled as well. It's a very, 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 very thick oil. It's like molasses. So it really teaches you patience, um, but it is a very deeply grounding oil where it really brings you into the present moment. So I just kind of want to show. So now I'm holding the bottle of oil upside down and it takes wow it takes some, some patience right yes. and so sometimes people will call me and they'll go something's wrong with my vetiver it won't come out of the bottle and i'm like oh just hold it upside down for a few minutes it'll come out not a few minutes but <laughs> like 30 seconds to a minute it will come out but it's it's just such a it's very earthy and aroma um it's really good for scarring and wound healing um so it's a, a good oil for that as well so those are kind of my four favorite uh, essential oils for anxiety in particular. There's um, lots of great oils for stress. And I guess before I move on to stress, um, one thing I want to mention that I think some people want to know, like, well, what's the best oil for stress or what's the best oil for anxiety? And Essential oils and aromatherapy are very much uh, an individual experience. So, you know, the best for you isn't always the best for everybody. You know, it's 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 very individualized. So what I recommend to people is smelling the oils. You smell them and the one that you go, oh my God, that's so good. 
that is the one that you need in that moment. And that's the one that will support you the most. Now, you could smell that same oil that you absolutely loved in six months or a year. And you're like, eh, I don't really like it anymore. Well, it's done supporting you. It's time for a different oil for whatever challenge or situation you're dealing with in that moment. So, mm. um, so I always like to tell people that. To, mm. Let's go ahead and it. see if anybody has any questions. Thank you, Tracy. Does anybody yep. have any questions that they'd like to ask? Go ahead, Kim. Unmute. There you go. The um the Palo Santo. Yes. Um, is that the same as like the sticks that you burn? It is the same as the sticks that you burn. So a lot of people actually should have mentioned that. It's kind of um it's kind of the new sage for okay. you know cleaning the energy in your home or your mm -hmm. workspace, kind of getting rid of bad energy. Um, Palo Santo. A lot of people like um the oil because then you don't have to burn the sticks. You can diffuse it. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Much more aromatic mm -hmm. than the sticks too. It's got it's it's a it's it's a very strong aroma. It's lovely though. Yeah. And the frankincense. What do you do with it for the skin tags? What do you? What's the carrier now, and stuff? Yeah. Okay. So I know I said never put the oils on your skin undiluted, but there's a couple exceptions. <laughs> That's one of them. So oh, okay. you can you can put um, frankincense and lavender are generally. Um, you just want to uh, do it for a short period of time, you know, so say lavender, for example, say you get a bug bite, lavender is great for itching, bug, itchy bug bites and for healing them. So you'd put a drop on a cotton ball and rub it right on. So for the skin tags, put a drop of frankincense on a cotton ball and dab it on. And you can do that up to two weeks and then you want to take a break. But usually what happens with the skin tags is that uh, the frankincense, they peel right off. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. Michelle. Hi. Yeah. Michelle. Um, you were talking about um, not putting some of the oils on the skin, um, but some of them are good for skin care. Is there a way to dilute the oils yes. that is good for skin care? What would I use? Okay. So my favorite carrier oil for for skincare is argan oil. We have a cold pressed organic argan oil, definitely. So you wanna make sure you're buying your carrier oils are cold pressed or unrefined. Um, most of the larger commercial companies sell refined and they, they sell them refined because they're cheaper and because they have a longer shelf life, but they have no therapeutic value. They refine through high heat processes or chemical solvents. And it's just, it's just there's no therapeutic value. So, um, Cold pressed argan oil, organic is always, you know, preferable for the carrier oils in particular. Um, and then you you would do a total of five to six drops per ounce, and an ounce is two tablespoons. So, and you can do any combination. So let's say for the face, you did frankincense and ylang ylang, another oil that is to me a definite for the for skincare is carrot seed. Um, so you could do like two drops of each in one ounce of argan oil, and then you have a beautiful face moisturizer for your, for your face. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Anybody else have any questions? Let's see. Anybody else have any questions at the moment? How do you All right. diffuse? Sally, go ahead. How do you diffuse your oil? 
How do I diffuse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, have you heard of the diffuse essential oil diffusers? No. Okay. So essential oil diffusers, they're an electrical, uh, well, there's all kinds, but. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, okay. But I was just wondering how you do it. Um, I pref my, my preference is usually a nebulizer. Have you heard of a nebulizer? Yes. Okay. Um, but nebulizers use a lot of oil. It is the cleanest way to diffuse. Um, they're rather usually very expensive. They are usually, I have found in the 20 years I've been using them, they break easily. The, the industry hasn't perfected nebulizers, but they're still my favorite way. Um, but generally speaking, in my everyday, I diffuse with a, a ultrasonic diffuser that uses water and mists into the air. I've always been a little uh, concerned about using the diffuser because I have pets mm -hmm. and I, you know, always, I'm never sure how that will affect my, because they're little, they're little dogs with little lungs, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, so I've kind of shied away from those for the most part myself. Um, mm -hmm. That's a fantastic I, question, Jen, actually. Yeah. Um, so. And I know there's a lot of stuff on the internet about, you know, oils aren't safe for pets and all these crazy things happening. And basically what, what has been happening is people are using them at toxic levels for pets. So, you know, they're putting them straight on their kerchiefs for um, flea repellent purposes, diffusing eight to 10 drops in a diffuser, um, having them in an enclosed space with the diffuser. So those are the things that are um, why, those are the unsafe things for, for pets. Now, cats cannot excrete essential oils through their kidneys and livers. So you never wanna use essential oils topically diluted or anything on cats. Um, I'm personally a, a huge cat lover. I diffuse, I've been diffusing for 20 years with cats in my household all the time, but my cats mostly are in my bedroom, so I don't diffuse in my bedroom. Um, and I always make sure they have a way to, uh, to get away from the diffuser. And then when I diffuse, I only diffuse five or six drops at a time. So, um, okay. but so actually, you put five or six drops then in your diffusers when you, when you do it? Yes. About five or six drops. Yeah. There's actually dogs can really, really benefit from oils um, mm -hmm. as long as they're they're used in a safe manner. So I, we have a book on the on the website that's called um, <clears throat> it's aroma holistic aromatherapy for animals, and I love 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 that book because it's got um, lots of recipes in there for dogs, and she's she's really good about how to use oils safely with animals. So all of her recipes in there are very safe what we call dilution rates. Dilution rates is how many drops of essential oil into your carrier. That's what the dilution rate is. So beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I Sally, thank you. I use it on my dog. I've used it on what? my dog for years. Okay. Um, Which oil? The lavender. Uh-huh. In a diffuser. In a diffuser? For like thunderstorms and stuff like that. And That's it just- fantastic. Chills. That's fantastic. Yeah, they chill right out. Yeah. That's well, fantastic. I gotta say, I, I practically sprinkle a whole bottle of lavender on my bed pillow. So my dogs, <laughs> they're used to it because they sleep with me. They take over the bed. Oh. You know how that goes. Sally, thank oh, you. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. Karen. I just wanted Karen, to say, Tracy, I use them with my dogs all the time, especially my older dogs. Hi, Carrie. 
Um, I took a crash course in it, using it with animals. Around my house now, I typically just diffuse lavender because I know that's pretty safe for them. Before I knew about your company, I I actually get oils that are blended for animals, horses, dogs. Horses can, um, yeah. Animalio. Who wrote the book that you were discussing? Kristen Lee Bell. Kristen Lee Bell. Kristen Lee Bell, yeah. Actually, I've I've heard some amazing stories about, excuse me, horses in particular responding phenomenally well with essential oils. I had a 17, almost 17 year old dog who hung in there for a long time because of a lot of the holistic treatment I did with her. Yep, that's fantastic. Part of our daily routine, morning and evening, was a massage with the essential oils for her mobility. And oh. It made a huge difference. You can see I them love come it. Back to life. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That makes the only my thing heart I love, feel good. I know, right? I, I, the only thing I love more than oils is animals. So I'm a huge, <laughs> huge animal lover. I'm I totally here with it. you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. You two would get along very well, huh? <laughs> Karen, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Does anybody else have any questions at the moment? Okay. Um, there was uh, just a little bit of talk on that Um putting the essential oils on our skin, sometimes there's allergic reactions. Um, so just wanted to, they, uh, I took a small mini course myself <laughs> and some of the, some of the, well, it was in the, the therapist training that I've had because it's one of the tools to mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was brought up that a small number of people may experience irritation or allergic reactions to certain essential oils. And some mm-hmm. of them are, are stronger ones like oregano and cinnamon and different. Th- I know cinnamon is very strong and I, I, have, I get irritated with the cinnamon myself, but um, to maybe test it out before really putting it on and going, you know, full force into it. Um, yeah, and there's um, a component called cinnamaldehyde. It's actually one of the most um, allergic chemical components. Uh, it's a, a lot of people are allergic to cinnamaldehyde, which is in cinnamon. So yeah, and oregano has a lot of what we call phenols, and phenols are a, a, a chemical family with a very, very, very high potential for skin irritation. So both of those definitely need to dilute. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I mean, I know it's 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 so-called common knowledge for us to dilute, but I got to tell you, you know, not all of us listen to instructions all the time. <laughs> That's right, Jen. I know. So it's well, important to yeah. mention that. Yes. You can, you can burn yourself, you know. So you got to be really careful about these kind of things. <laughs> no. But um, it, how do you do? You want to explain how it how it works when we inhale? When we breathe in the essential oils? Yeah, so some essential oils can cross the blood-brain barrier and trigger the the parasympathetic nervous system. So, um, and I, I always encourage people to, you know, for a lot of our everyday ailments, 
simply inhalation of the essential oils uh, and topical use, but you can take care of pretty much all of it via those two modes. Yeah, the topical um, soaks into the bloodstream, yes? Yes, and the inhalation goes in via into the bloodstream via the lungs. So that's why you want to breathe them really deeply too. Right, the olfactory system, it says, includes uh, all the organs and cells, like could you sense the smell. We inhale through the nose, airborne molecules interact with the olfactory organs and almost immediately the brain. So this is where we're, we're saying that the, the nervous system is triggered because it, it, and that's why I like smelling it because it's just like, ooh, it's almost immediate. Yeah. It's almost immediate, mm -hmm. um, which I really like immediate. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's good sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Um, so go ahead, please continue, Tracy. Okay. Um, so I thought next, well, first I want to talk about lavender, um, just because lavender is probably the most popular common oil um, that people use. And it's a good oil for stress. Um, not necessarily, you know, that deep, stress that leads to anxiety, but a good stress relieving oil. Um, lavender is also um, really good for bug bites, takes the itch out of them. Um, kind of like what I was talking about before. It also is, it's cicatricent, so it heals the skin on a cellular level. Um, so it's really good for, you know, you get a, um, a little cut in the kitchen, you get a little blister in the kitchen. Um, lavender is what you want to go for. It's anti-inflammatory, so it's good for relieving pain. Um, I remember one time I was pushing a French press in the morning, and I was pushing too fast because I needed my coffee right now, and <laughs> it splashed up, and I had a third-degree burn on my nipple, actually. So it was extremely, extremely painful, um, but I got the lavender out and put it on there. You could, it, it took the edge off the pain and it healed it up rather quickly. I mean, I used, you know, the lavender continually for about a week every day and that luster cleared up on its own, but boy, was that painful. Um, so, wow. and that's just straight directly on it. Definitely. Yes. For that scenario, straight directly. Um, so kind of what I was saying before, uh, just to kind of reiterate, but there's, you know, lavender and frankincense are two oils that I feel comfortable using undiluted, only occasionally, not every day on your skin as a perfume, but, you know, if you have a, a situation that you're treating like a burn or cut um, or skin tag, then using it every day, once a day, every day for no more than two weeks is generally safe, generally safe. So, um, so what else? I know I'm forgetting something I wanted to say about lavender. Um, so the lavender that um, I have at CocoCon uh, is a French lavender from Provence. It's kind of the growing conditions there are, are optimal with the high altitudes and the soil conditions. So it's a, just a beautiful, I think, exceptional lavender. Um, a, lot, a lot of lavender on the market is adulterated. There's a lot of uh, lavender that's adulterated with a component called linalool and with spike lavender, which spike lavender is another species of lavender that is cheaper than lavender because it produces more yield. So they'll cut 
regular lavender with spike lavender sometimes. So anyways, it's important to do your due diligence when you're buying lavender um, for those reasons. But um, so we've got anti-inflammatory pain, stress, sleep. Lavender is another one, one drop in your bed sheets. Great for sleep. Um, also skincare, of course, it's good for um, um, fighting free radical damage after being in the sun. So I like to use lavender after going to the beach or something like that, or putting it in my skincare for that. Um, yeah, so I think that's all I wanna say about lavender. Unless anybody has any questions. Anybody have any questions they'd like to ask? All righty, don't be shy now. You guys know you can ask, ask away. All right, go ahead, Tracy. Okay, so next I'm gonna talk about uh, essential oils for depression. Um, depression, sadness, maybe you're just having a day where you're feeling blue, you're grieving over a lost loved one. Um, there are some oils that can be very, very supportive during that time. And my number one go-to is bergamot. Bergamot is, that's like its true calling. Um, so bergamot is exceptional for that. Now, one safety note on bergamot is um, it is phototoxic, which means if you put it on your skin and go into a sauna or go into the sun or go to a tanning bed, you will blister. So um, when you use bergamot, you want to um, use it in the evening time, um, mostly. Um, don't put it on your skin and do go to one, you know, any of those places, even, even diluted. Um, you don't want to do that. So something to definitely keep in mind with bergamot. Um, another oil that's good for uh, those days when we're feeling blue is all of our citrus oils, orange, red mandarin, lemon, grapefruit, lime, all the citrus oils are very happy, mood uplifting, Yes, pull you out of the, you know, pull you out of the doldrums oils. So um, that's good to know. And also actually red mandarin, and another thing I wanted to say about it is it's also really good for anxiety. So um, if you have um, anxiety from a grieving process, which certainly can trigger a lot, mandarin might be a really good solution for that situation. Um, because it's addressing both issues. So, uh -huh. right. and then we have some other great oils for um, sadness is clary sage. Clary sage is different from regular sage. Um, lemon verbena. And now is the clary sage, is that, I am not an expert and I don't recall everything I've learned in my life, but I think I recall that saying uh, that clary sage was good for uh, menstrual, for, yes? Yes, clary okay, sage great. is very much a woman's oil. It's good for anything hormonal related. Um, very, very much a, 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 an oils, a, a woman's oil. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and then Roman chamomile is the other one that's good for um, it's good for stress and anxiety as well as days when we're feeling blue. So, um, is it anybody? Is everybody familiar with Roman chamomile? Does anybody use Roman chamomile much? I'm curious. Yeah, 
Anybody on that? Um, I've used chamomile tea. <laughs> That's usually what I get. Yes. So <laughs> I want to talk about Roman chamomile a little bit just because it's such a beautiful, beautiful oil that gets overlooked sometimes. Um, it's a little on the pricey side. It's, you know, a, a little pricier oil, but not super pricey. Um, but it is, um, it's, it's, it's a really good oil for those nervous tension times, those high stress, those uh, times that, and also where, you know, it might create an upset tummy. It's very good for upset tummies, whether they're from nervous tension and stress or whether they're from, uh, motion sickness. Um, it's good for, for all of that upset tummy stuff. And then it's also good for sleep. And um, one of the things I love about it is there's very few oils that, um, well, not very few, but there's few oils that we can use with babies, especially infants and newborns. And Roman chamomile is one of them. It's one of the gentlest oils to use. Um, so in a diffuser, of course, for babies, never topical, but Okay, so do we have any lasting questions before I start? I'm gonna make the roll on next, I thought. Yeah, go ahead, Michelle. You're on mute, hon. Me? Unmute, Michelle. Oh. I would like hey. to know if you can ingest. Oh. Michelle? Jen? I don't know, Michelle. It, okay, I didn't know if Michelle froze or we all froze. <laughs> Michelle froze. <laughs> Looks like, there you go, can Michelle, we, could you um, repeat that? Can, yes, can we, um, can we actually ingest some of these oils? That's a fantastic question. Um, and so essential oils have a place for ingestion. Um, but it's a whole different ballgame when you start ingesting them because you're going through your whole digestive system and they're processed differently than they are through inhalation and topical use. So what I tell people is um, your inhalation and your topical use uh, is what you want to use for prevention, for your everyday ailments. Um, if you have a situation that is chronic, that might be a time to use them internally but never in a glass of water, um, never in your mouth directly. They need to be taken in a gel cap. Um, mm -hmm. they, they really should be, you know, you need them to be, you don't want them going straight Buffered. down your esophagus. Buffered, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, um, and for the, I, I really recommend people that are gonna ingest them to get a, either truly educate yourself on it or find an, an aromatherapist that is educated on it that can guide you safely. Um, but one thing definitely that I highly recommend too, and you can get this book on Amazon. Um, it's Robert Tisserand. Robert, uh, T-I-S-S-E-R-A-N-D. And it's his essential oil safety book. He is the international guru on essential oil safety. Um, so you can look up an oil um, all of his, all of his safety studies are done on a very scientific level. So, um, he's got for each oil, um, what the dilution rates are, how, you know, for using it topically, um, 
how much you can ingest safely, any contraindications if you're taking pharmaceutical medications, because essential oils can interact with pharmaceuticals, especially when we take them internally. So right. yeah, it's a great book. Right. And, you know, it's not too too expensive on Amazon. I, I, it was when it first came out, but not so much now. It's like this thick. It's huge. Wow. It's great. Wow, that's it sounds a nice like a great reference have. book. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, here's the thing also. See now, um, it, and there's it just really comes down to the quality of the oil too, because a lot of stuff that you'll find if you get something like just at the supermarket or whatever, that's not real stuff. And we're putting then we're putting synthetic and not only are we breathing it in but now we're ingesting it so i gotta yeah. say that the whole ingestion of essential oils you know it's not regulated so it's um uh and then and, there's mm -hmm. um yeah i was just gonna say i think it was johns hopkins i'm not hopkins um some essential oils can actually be toxic to the liver and kidneys when ingested Absolutely. uh chemical breakdown of essential oils uh, during gastric processing can mm -hmm. change the effects of it. And there could mm -hmm. be potential drug interactions, like you were saying. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it is a lot. I hear people just doing it and not to say that I never have either, but um, yeah. I don't anymore since I've learned a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't just, the, just so people know, putting a drop of essential oil in a glass of water is the same as putting it in your mouth because essential oils are fat soluble, not water soluble. So they don't mix. They don't emulsify into the water. They just sit on the top and then you, it's like, you know, putting it straight in your mouth. So. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. Great. Anybody else Thank before you. Tracy moves on to the um, roll-on blend? Okay, looks like you're clear. Okay, so um, uh, before I do that, one thing I wanted to say is, uh, you know, put it, put a, put an essential oil, a drop of an oil, or a blend, blend of oils, or whatever on a cotton ball. Take a long, slow, deep breath to start your day. Put it in your pocket. That thing will last all day. If you know, that's just one very simple thing that you can do to use oils on it, and it on a daily basis and get some support. So just wanted to say that. I'm gonna turn my camera sideways so you guys can see the bottles a little bit better here. So um, we're gonna do a nervous tension roll-on. It's super, super simple. Can you see okay, Jen? Yeah, we're good. I think everybody okay. can see. Okay, so it's really simple, guys. This So your roll-ons are about a third of an ounce. Um, this is one ounce. Um, or two tablespoons. So we're going to um, put our essential oil drops in here first. These little roll-on caps just wiggle out, right? Then you have your empty bottle here. So um, the the nervous tension, and when I say nervous tension, it, it's really, you know, it's about that deep stress, that deep anxiety where it, it upsets your tummy. You're, you know, you're so stressed about something. So, um, and of course you can use it for lighter stress situations too, but this is a, a good deep one. Um, we're gonna use four essential oils and it's gonna be um, clary sage. So first we're gonna do one drop of clary sage. And when you're getting essential oils out, if you feel like Slide it's that not- Slide that into the view. We're, we're over a little bit. Slide that over. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, let's see. There you go. 
Okay. Can you guys see my, my dropper cap? Now we're good, yeah. Okay. So can you see the, the orifice? This is called an sure. orifice reducer. So you Perfect. see how it's not, not coming out. So that means um, there's two ways you can fix that. Either you have an air bubble in there, and if that's the case, you just blow it out. Because um, if you don't blow it out and that air bu bubble pops and you're getting your drops out, it, you're going to get several drops. So that's one tip. Um, and if it's not coming out very readily for you, you can turn your bottle a little bit and then try again. And sometimes it comes off the, <clears throat> excuse me, the side of the bottle. So that was one drop of, sorry, let me see if I can fix it. No, we're good. Uh, uh, there we go. That's better for me because I have more room. <laughs> okay, one drop of Clary Sage. Next, we're going to do um, one drop of lemon verbena. Uh, next is one drop of Roman chamomile. And then last but not least is two drops of rose geranium. And rose geranium um, is a beautiful oil. Um, it's really good for skincare as well. Who was asking me about uh, skincare? Was that Michelle or yeah. was the lady before or Karen? Anyways. Rose geranium would be another great one to add into your argan oil with ylang ylang and frankincense and carrot seed. And this one, we're going to do two drops. See how I turned the bottle there a little bit so mm -hmm. the drop would come out better. So it gives you better control. Um, okay, so we have our essential oils in here. This is a glass bottle. I, um, glass is usually preferable, um, but if you're going to be making your own product or your own blends, um, if you're putting essential oils in first, it definitely needs to be glass. So next we're going to um, put in our carrier oil, which is jojoba oil. Sorry, guys. Um, jojoba oil, just a little education on jojoba oil. It is... Um, it comes from a bush. It is scientifically a wax, uh, not a vegetable oil. So that means that it has an indefinite shelf life. So I love to use jojoba oil as my carrier oil for things that I might not use up within a year's time. So maybe you're making a cold and flu chest rub. You're going to put it in the fridge for next cold and flu season. Um, you, you want something that's going to last. So most of our carrier oils, like almond oil, ooh, <laughs> sorry, coconut oil, ah. Um, yeah, the shelf life. The shelf life of, of the other oils don't yeah, last. The, the carrier oils, yes, they're usually less than a year. Essential oil shelf life is generally five years. There's exceptions. Citrus oils are one to two years. So you kind of want it to last a while. So that's another reason I like jojoba oil. Jojoba oil is non-comedogenic. It's hypoallergenic, so it won't clog pores and it's safe for sensitive skin. Okay. I'm falling apart over here. <laughs> You're good. So, okay, so we have our roll of bottle. We put the essential oil drops in there 
And last but not least, we're gonna add our jojoba oil. So when we pour it in here, we're gonna touch the bottles together. Um, you just have better control over your pour. And we're gonna fill it all the way to the bottom of the neck. Uh, can you guys see it filling up? Can you yeah, see it filling sure up? can, sure can. Nice, so we just went to the bottom of the neck. Um, and then you just take your, your roll-on piece here, push it, it snaps down in there. You want to make sure there's no gap between the, the glass and the plastic that popped into there because it'll leak. Um, and that's it. It'll auto-mix. So remember me saying that essential oils are fat-soluble, not water-soluble. So jojoba oil is a fat fatty substance. So when you put essential oils in it, it just automatically mixes. So it makes it super easy. And then you can roll it on your wrist, dab it under your nose, roll it on your neck. We have um, stress, stress pressure points here on the sides of our neck. So that's always a nice place to, to roll oils to support for, with stress. Beautiful. That's and awesome. thank you for, for that, for sure. And just to, to note the, the bottle, because of the sunlight and everything, we want the bottle to be good, the amber color or Absolutely. Yes. So that's why you always see, um, we talked about oxidation earlier and oxidation is what changes the chemistry of the oils and then they lose therapeutic efficacy and value. And they also become a, a greater allergic substance. So when oils oxidize, they, they have a higher potential for skin irritation. So heat, sunlight, and oxygen, hence the amber colored bottles. Sometimes you'll see a cobalt blue or a dark green, and that is to keep the sunlight out. Thank you for sharing that. That looks absolutely lovely. I like the idea of it. I have ordered your uh, inhalers before, and I really like those inhalers oh, quite a bit. Uh, but that looked really good when you were rubbing that along your neck. I'm like, ooh, that sounds like something I yeah. could get into there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> How many times a day can you put that on? Is there a way to do too much of this? <laughs> Not really. No, I you know, you could use it three or four times a day. That would be plenty. Yeah. I always like to dab under my nose because I like to smell it. So yeah. when you dilute the oils, obviously they're not as strong aromatically. So I like to really, and then you're breathing them into your lungs when it's under your nose too. So, <laughs> so if y'all see me walking around with like some oily substance yeah, on my upper lip. Exactly. You'll know, know, know why. Do we have any questions? Any final? Go ahead, Kim. Can you tell me just a little bit about tea tree? Sure. Do you, you want to know its safety or therapeutic or all of the above? Or what it's used for? Yep. Yeah. Tea tree is a strong antifungal. It's yeah. also a strong immune supporter. And it's an anti-infectious oil. Um, it has about 40% of a component called uh, uh, for all, oh gosh, one for, I forget the name now, but anyways, it's one of the chemical components in tea tree is very high, which encourages white blood cell growth. So to me, tea tree is, is a very strong immune supporter. And that's how I would use it, or I would use it for, you know, cleaning recipes, countertop sprays, that kind of a thing to use around the house. Um, I will say that um, it's 
an oil that I try not to use around animals, especially cats, even in the diffuser. Um, before I knew better, I had a kitty that I had taken in and he was a scrapper and he had all these wounds all over him and I put tea tree on him undiluted and he went into anaphylactic shock. So, um, yeah, he was fine. I wouldn't tell the story. I probably wouldn't be able to tell the story if he wasn't. He was fine, but it was a big learning experience. So I stay away from tea tree with animals, period. Um, I use it for immune support. Um, I might steam with it. If I feel like I'm coming down with a cold or something, you know, boil some water, one drop of tea tree. Um, and then from a safety standpoint, I've heard a lot of people saying they use it for, for uh, skin tags. And it's not my oil of choice for skin tags. I think frankincense is better at that. And also tea tree has a higher potential for skin irritation. So I would not use it on my skin undiluted. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty strong, pretty strong oil there. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. I got one more question. In. Yeah, sure. please go ahead. <laughs> How about patchouli? Uh-huh. Patchouli is a, um, you know, it's another anxiety oil. It's a calming, grounding, balancing, zen oil. Gets you in the present moment oil. Um, it's also very good for dry aging skin. So you can use it in your skin. You know, if you want to make a face oil with it, you could use patchouli. Um, it's a sleep oil. Good for sleep. It is not one that I would put in my bed sheets undiluted because it, it doesn't evaporate quite as well. And it might leave a stain mark. It's got more of that um, thicker feel like vetiver. Um, it, patchouli is one of, one of the rare oils that gets better with age. It doesn't have a shelf life. Um, you can even find like vintage patchouli that's like 20, 30 years old. Um, You're kidding. Where the chemistry improves with age, if it's stored properly, of course. That's yeah. kind of like us, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hello. Do you, have you used patchouli, Kim? It's my mother's thing. She she wears it constantly. And I, um, if I'm out in public and I smell somebody, and I'm like, oh, it just reminds me, you know, of my mother. Like because, yeah, it's very, um, either you really like it or you really don't like it, I think. Yeah, right? it's like cilantro. It has a love-hate relationship. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it, and it, it like, um, embeds itself in your brain it's mm -hmm. very i think it, it's, it's very it very much triggers previous experiences mm. you know like what you're seeing with your mom yeah yep. you know or people that you know grew up in the 60s and 70s and brings back all those memories so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> and where do we get your stuff <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna share yeah. um um, her, I just want to say real quickly, um, I have this, which I really like, and I bought a few of these. Um, Tracy sells these little uh, aromatherapy chakra sets, mm. which they're, they're actual blends for the root chakra, for all of the chakras, uh, third eye chakra, I don't think you can see, third eye chakra, um, and it, it has all of them, all of them in here, which I love these. I've used them before at um, workshops that I've done. I love those. And Tracy, you don't happen to have your new little 
one that you do you the um i think it's is it the awakening collection is that what you call it i'm so sorry i didn't think to to bring it i i, I, I did but i don't have it with me yeah so the awakening collection is my newest collection and um it was inspired uh from eckhart tolle on his teachings which are very personal to me but it the, the it's a collection of three essential oil blends that uh one's called grateful one's called presence and one is called love and they come with pocket stones and a quote from eckhart um to the idea is to um help you have a more joyful experience you know and it's really through taking a moment to be grateful and it's another sensory tool you know um to apply to your practices in that way so yeah i'm really excited about them they've been really really well received um i think they're really pretty aromatically and there was a, they were about a year in the making um so love is more of a sweeter um floral aroma more sweet than floral and then grateful has like the cinnamon in it um and presence is our sandalwood frankincense um really grounding in the present moment kind of blend so yeah and just yeah. um the chakra oils that you showed those are for topical use they're all already diluted into jojoba oil so they're not for a diffuser those are strictly for for topical yeah yeah, and you, I, I love them. I and I love the new collection. There's a few products you have that I, I really love. And um, yes, that's uh, any final questions before we just go ahead and give the how to connect with um, Tracy directly. Any last questions, anybody? Okay, well, super. Um, yes, you can reach Tracy. We'll look at that. I forgot to print that out. I asked you all that information, I didn't print it out. Uh, Coco okay. Con, it's Coco Con Essential Oils, yes. Yeah, is or just Coco address? Con, if it's easier, just Coco you can it'll roll them right into it. So that's K-O-K-O-K-A-H-N.com. Correct, N is in Nancy. Coco, yep. CocoCon.com, yes, as in Nancy, N is in Nancy. Um, and to, I will send out that information in the email tomorrow, the follow-up email, as well as Tracy has tons and tons of YouTube uh, videos on how to make all kinds of so many different things. But do take a look around her uh, website. And um, yeah, there's she has skin product. There's a lot of different things that she has, which I think are phenomenal. And she's usually at the Sarasota farmer's market yes i am and if you are interested go in there and you just tell her that you were on this show and she might give you a little bit of love i will <laughs> give you a little bit of love absolutely um but i will certainly send out all her contact information tomorrow with the replay link and um gosh tracy that was phenomenal i really appreciate the roll-on blend that's um about um i, I want to rewatch this and and make that myself so thank awesome. you so very much yeah. is there any final words you'd like to say tracy yes thank you very much jen thank you to everybody that um that came and also thank you all for all your questions those are awesome amazing questions i appreciate the interaction and i appreciate the opportunity so thank you oh, well thank you kindly and you stay well and stay safe Thank Me you too. so much, everyone. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for supporting these, these Zoom offerings. And um, yes, please go to zempelconversations.com and sign up for future guest speakers. Tracy, gratitude. I'll see you soon. 
Okay. Thank you, Jen. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Thank Namaste. you. Thank you.